I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. And if you're in no contact, focused on personal growth, my workbook series, The Knowledge, will help you make changes like you've never made before. Available now at AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And today we're going to be talking about what is self-love? Well, you hear about self-love everywhere now. It's every minute of every day. And television and, and the radio and everybody's talking about self-love. But what is it? How do you do it? How do you get I think some? it's really difficult to always think about your own personal needs. Yes, it is. Because uh, we're constantly worried about the other people in our life mm -hmm. or what's going on with them or what's going on with work or stress and so it's very difficult to be focused on taking care of yourself. Not only that, we're not taught to do it. Yeah, we're not taught to do it. We're untaught to do it as a mm -hmm. matter of fact. Yeah. In fact, yeah, and if you think about it, what do our parents do? They tell us to ignore what we want or how we right. feel. Right. Yeah. I'm going to talk a little bit more about that. Um, down the road here. Good. So we're going to talk about self-love today because it's really important, especially when you're going through difficult times Absolutely. like a breakup. Absolutely. Yeah. So what do you got on, on self-love? Well, what what I, is it? All right. What I looked up when I went, because I'm somewhat exasperated about hearing it myself, I looked up literally what the hell is self-love. <laughs> is that okay? what you Google? That's what I Googled. What the hell is self-love? Well, now when you Google it, will come up. <laughs> So anyway, you've noticed, any place you look, anything you listen to, there it is. You have to love yourself first, people say, as if everyone knows that and it's a truth of the universe. Mm -hmm. Now, I have always been somewhat confused by this because love, to me, having worked with attachment for many years, implies another person, mm -hmm. okay? But apparently we can get around that and that it is entirely possible to love ourselves. Um, and in fact, it's a really good idea. Yeah. Um, so how do you go about doing that? Um, and I've heard many people ex ex express really great frustration. Everybody's telling me, telling me to do it, but nobody's telling me how to do it. Yeah. Okay. So you have to love yourself, we hear again and again, before you can love anyone else. I looked up self-love and was quite overwhelmed by the volume of material I found. Mm -hmm. Self-love, yes. Um, there are self-love quotes to inspire you, motivate you, songs about self-love broken down to 218 and 219 songs, and lyrics from songs written about self-love, volumes and volumes and volumes, okay? It's supposed to give us all the good stuff, the confidence to set boundaries at work, mm -hmm. the motivation to find our life's purpose, the ability to feel fulfilled and happy if we're alone. Yeah and the guts to give Mr. Wrong the final kick out the door. Seriously now, who wouldn't want some of this if it doesn't Sounds good. Wow. <laughs> There's a big storm going on outside. We're in Florida. Yes, that's I just daily. jumped. Yeah, that's daily in the summer. Okay, so I jumped, not because I'm afraid of Craig. Um, 
All right. For many, many people, especially those who grew up in households that lacked love or in which people never said nice things to each other, it's not as easy as it sounds. And people are, are well advised to ask, how do I do this? How do I even know what love is? Yeah. Sometimes. Um, the older term for self-love, which was very popular when I was in school, was self-esteem. You have to have self-esteem. Now, I don't know how much you heard about it. Did you oh, know? yeah. Yeah? Okay. So it's, it's been around for many years, and that's what it was called then. Um, but we didn't have quite the social media, so you weren't hearing about it every minute of every day, only every few minutes. Yeah. Um, so what I remember from dealing with the self-esteem thing when I worked for a mental health clinic, we advertised groups to help improve your self-esteem. And we were so totally overwhelmed by referrals, I think we had to do three or four groups. Wow. So people were, were somewhat aware that, you know, you don't like yourself all that much. Yeah. Um, and as you hear us talk about attachment, you've no doubt heard that some of the earliest relationships we have in life determine how we feel about ourselves. Did we have a secure base? Were we cared for by consistent, reliable, trustworthy people? Were we made to feel loved and worthy of being cared for? Yeah. Some families were able to provide that, and others have a very difficult time providing it or simply couldn't do it at all. But all of us have some gaps in our, in our relationships, so it's a good exercise for all of us. And we probably have acquired ways of talking to ourselves that reflect what our parents would say to us when they were not happy. Yeah. Do you ever find yourself saying, oh, you dumb thing, how did you make that mistake again? Yeah. And that's parents' words coming back to us. I think a perfect example of that one would be Howard Stern. Go ahead. You know, uh, we, I'm a big fan of Howard, and yes. you are too, right? Yes, I am too. And so one of the things that you can kind of hear is he's always doing his mother's voice, his father's right. voice, and it seems to really have impacted him so deeply that it affects the way he is on air and how perfect he feels he needs to be. Right. In order to, and, and every second of every show has to get somebody's attention because he felt like he wasn't getting that attention. Right, and it's so very charming of him to be that open about it. Yeah. Um, very likable, I think. And yes, he's an excellent education in, mm -hmm. in that realm. Howard, you don't have, I want to say to him, Howard, you don't have to be perfect anymore, honest to God. Right? I don't think he'd hear you over his mother's voice. Probably not, <laughs> but I could try. I'd be willing to give it a shot. Um, and it makes this, all of this makes me think about our old friend, Dr. Helmstetter. You might remember my talking about the book he wrote, What to Say When You Talk to Yourself. And what he discovered, really many years ago, is that if we never heard those loving and affirming things from our parents, if for whatever reason they were unable to do that, that we can talk to ourselves and say those nice things that we never heard. And according to him, your brain doesn't know the difference. So if you... That's good news. Isn't it? Yep. So the good news, yes, the good news is that we can actually make up for some of that by being nice to ourselves and saying nice things to ourselves. Mm -hmm. That sounds easy till you try it. It's not as easy as you think. 
And the negative stuff is so ingrained in most of us, that's certainly the first thing we want to try. Mm. We're not able to say the positive stuff right off the bat. And then you feel, I've encouraged many people to do it who come back and said, do you know how dumb you feel? When you start saying to yourself, you're not dumb like your mother said, you know? Leave off the, like your mother said part, that will help, Yeah. okay? But all of that stuff is very heavily ingrained in all of us. The culture has always maintained that self-criticism is the way to growth and that we should all be very tough with ourselves. Think about how coaches talk to team members, right? So clearly we think that criti critical feedback and success are connected. And it's a bad message that we were all given. Yeah. All right. So if you had to give somebody one major tip for self-love, what would you say? Remind yourself that you are lovable, that there are people in this world who love you, that you're a good person, and that you deserve good things to come to you. Okay? okay. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. And that even though you're in a breakup right now and you don't feel lovable because somebody just ended the relationship and you don't feel like they love you anymore, or maybe they told you they don't love you anymore, it doesn't mean you're not lovable. No, it does not mean that. And it's very clear to Craig and me, as we talk with people who are in the middle of a breakup, everybody blames themselves, men and women. Yep. Goes back over the conversations thousands of times. What was, was it when I said this? Was, when it, was it when I said that? When in fact what we need to do at that point is be as nice to ourselves as we possibly can. Okay. Absolutely, especially during a difficult time Try and get extra rest. Try and find things that you enjoy doing, even Absolutely. though even though you probably don't find much enjoyment right. in those things. Um, but you got to take care of yourself um, and give yourself the energy to cope with the anxiety and the stress you're feeling every day, because right. right. it takes real energy to manage that. Right. And when we're beating yes, and when we're beating ourselves up, we have no energy and we can't muster any. So, yeah, you really have to be a kind parent to yourself under those circumstances. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, so hopefully you found this one helpful on self-love. And, of course, when you want to get our help personally, just go to my website, AskCraig.net. Sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching and I do Skype. Margaret is available for Skype coaching. Yes, indeed. Feel free to sign up with me. Just click on Margaret on the top of the website to do that. I am podcasting now. You can find me on iTunes, Spotify, and more. Make sure you subscribe to the channel as well. That's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And we will talk with you soon.